It's Davy, the scapegoat. When you're the best at being, being the worst. I forgot about that intro. <laughs> you're right. Usually I add that in post and Later. you never get to hear it. Yeah, what a great little harmony we did there. That was... <laughs> <laughs> Such a long time ago mm-hmm. on Dobby the Scapegoat. Oh, yeah. And now, uh, and what, what's changed? So, We're still sitting here sipping tea. Yeah, not a lot. In the same this room. Time. In the same room. In the same room. With the same dogs yep. walking around our feet. My coffee cup says dragging ass, but I don't think that's true. I'm Not dragging. today. That's me, dragging ass a little bit. I had a, uh, a very long weekend. Yeah, you sure did. It was a good thing I didn't have much to do. I mean, I planned on, I had things planned. I didn't have any work to do, but I had planned to enjoy the weekend and not spend the entire three days in bed with a stomach flu. Yeah, that was a bummer. But I feel bad for you. If it was going to happen on a weekend, it it was the best time for it to happen. So, you know, Magari. You had all the stuff to do the weekend before. You had a show at Northside Tavern. Two shows, yeah. Two shows, and it was from 10 p.m. P.m. I forgot there was one of those. You know, like, we've been been going to bed at 8 p.m. Like, as if I'm still waking up at 4 a.m. Yeah. No, I just go to bed earlier. I didn't want to give that part of the radio life up. I I was like, no, I still kind of want to get in bed at 8.30. Nice. And wake up early. If I don't have a gig, then then I I go to sleep early and wake up early as hell. Yeah, so we've been doing that. And then you took a gig, Friday or Saturday, Mm -hmm. 10 p.m. until 2 a.m., and damn it if two in a if, row if it i'm just so impressed because you were. holy damn <laughs> i sang one song with you on friday mm-hmm. and you know t- talked to some people i yeah. guess you and hung out it, the whole night the whole night you didn't I hung, uber I hung home or out. anything and then on saturday i was like my feet hurt my voice i don't yeah. know how you're gonna do this <laughs> like i sound like i, I sang for four hours and you sang for one song oh one song and you sang four hours with teeny tiny breaks little tiny breaks yeah. where people are talking to you and i'm like don't make them scream because <laughs> like during the breaks the bar would play music yeah. so it was still relatively so loud, loud. so yell. anytime you to talk to each other speaking to anyone and you think it's at a normal volume it's just not mm-hmm. and you're in a bar and it takes it takes your breath away it takes your voice away yeah. and i was just like how are you going to do this two nights in a row and then halfway through your show you're fucking crushing it and i'm like i can't believe he's doing it he's making it happen this morning we were both so hoarse yeah and your shit recovered mine not so much yeah um I still sang you sounded the song. Good. You sounded great. The Couldn't second hear night myself. Too. Was flipping out. Anyways, that was interesting. <laughs> but then I was like, my feet hurt. My bones hurt. I want to lay down. <laughs> and I, I told you, like, yeah, you're good here because I'm just gonna, you know, take off. You're and you're like, you and you're home. like, don't, don't though. <laughs> it's like, all right, you're right. And then that night, this wave of people came in, and they all started dancing. And then they wanted to buy records. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad I stayed. Yeah. Because people were kind of like, Meh Sold some merch. about merch on Friday. Yeah. And, and then Saturday until like the very last set, everybody wanted to come buy records. Mm. I mean, obviously they don't want to carry it around all night, but this was like a new wave of people. It was a great crowd. Because it was a lot of, it was a lot of new people. It was a lot of, uh, a, a, a younger audience that was ready to party. Um, and that could be, 
if you're playing for a group of, of people that are drinking heavy and party and everything, that could that could be a lot of fun, but could also be you know, an un a really uninterested crowd, you know, like they don't really care about the music, but the people that were there were like asking me the name of the band and buying records mm-hmm. and like getting hip to a, a new group, even though we've been around for 12 years, we're new to them. So it's a really, it's a, it's a good gig. Uh, we're going to keep doing that. That is exciting. That it's place. always awesome to see like the same faces, like mm-hmm. the ones you, you know now and you know their name. And, uh, and you've, we've worked with them in different facets, but like over the years, but it is, kind of cool to yeah. go what look at all these new faces mm-hmm. like look at all these people that are just now being introduced to something just you, you've been doing it for a minute yeah. and i'm like and it got me thinking about first impressions oh. and i was like you made a lot of first impressions on people that night mm-hmm. and everybody was really really happy and i think it's difficult to make everybody in the room happy especially with first impressions <laughs> people are extra hard on you yeah with that but everybody was walking in and just instantly like i love this guy Good they like the band. Well, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like I said, they they were <laughs> socially lubricated, so that that, that that's hel- part of it. Part of first impressions. It always helps to have a couple drinks in the people. But your band, even when you're loosey goosey, not you guys, but like when I'm like, ooh, you guys are so fucking tight, like mm. all the time. And there's just something about those sudden jolts of music yeah. that like ring through a bar like that. Cause it's kind of it's kind of it's a little divey yeah oh yeah place with dive. the pool tables and everything in the back, yeah. the bathrooms are weird mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I, I love it. I don't go in the bathroom. <laughs> I, I, I went to. once so I, many so many years ago. I remember <laughs> I remember having to jump over <laughs> something to get to the toilet. <laughs> you know, so it was more like an obstacle course uh, than a restroom. Yeah, but, uh, I haven't been in the men's, <laughs> but the women's it was odd yeah it just you know it's it's a fun little dive and what a cool place and i guess you'll start performing there more often yeah we made a good first impression so we're gonna be in and out of there quite a bit but it got us talking about first impressions Mm -hmm. and how hmm i don't know do you want to tell this story about yeah very first date you suggested and i didn't know that i was being tested well i didn't (laughs) i didn't think I wasn't thinking of it maybe as a test, but I was trying to not seem too desperate to impress you. <laughs> um, I thought I'd already really cool. I I knew you well enough. I mean, I had met you a couple times, and you seemed like like a, a down to earth, chill kind of like cool girl that wouldn't really go for it if I took you to like this fancy like food with tweezers mm-hmm. eating little tapas kind of bullshit so i was like you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna... so it's the essence of meat <laughs> in right a, in the form of foam yeah let me breathe okay then we don't serve bread <laughs> but we just <laughs> offer you some bread scented uh air yeah no i wanted to take you someplace down to earth down home you know get you like fed and like do some barbecue, man. So I was like, you know what? This is the best plan. I'm gonna think, I'm gonna invite her out for some barbecue and beer over at Fox Brothers, the best place. We're gonna just we're gonna chill and cut the shit, break the ice, have a great time without any of the pomp and circumstance, as they say. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and I said, so I text you. I was like, hey, let's go to Fox Brothers tonight and uh, kick back a couple beers and some ribs. And you were like, no, I don't eat. <laughs> 
meat off of a bone no, in front of I people. I didn't say that. Okay. Did I you said say I don't eat ribs in public. I don't eat ribs in public. She okay. Does. I don't. Let's. Okay. I don't want people to be like, oh, she's one of those. And yeah. Which which I've I've seen some people cut cut the meat cut off a rib meat off of a, a wing or a rib. Uh-huh. I just don't a... eat ribs in front of people. There are yeah. things that I put my foot down right. on, you <laughs> and there eat are them. few of them. You eat them with your back to the audience. I, <laughs> you turn it if at all. Like yeah. I had just, I, I convinced myself that certain foods I just don't like because they're a little complicated. <laughs> <laughs> like there was a point. Complicated. Yeah, there was a point when I had like a, a vendetta against quesadillas because like I ordered one at Blake's, that gay bar yeah. you know, on 10th Street. I've never been. What does a quesadilla at Blake's it's taste like? good, yeah. but they didn't really like cut it very well. You know what I mean? You know, like they... They kind of did it, but it wasn't all the way through. Yeah. So I didn't have my little triangles. So I was like, okay, I can't just take this whole like calzone size it piece of finger dough food. and shove it in my yeah. mouth. And even though I'm that drunk right now, I'll <laughs> fucking do it. Because it it was just a funny story. My friend was like, I had just got started hanging out with her. And we went there because she had friends there that bartend. And you're always mm-hmm. trying to like go places where friends are bartending so you yeah. get free drinks. Of course. So we went there. And then she's like, I need you to stay with me all night. Do not let me go to the bathroom. And go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you're like that? You're in the wrong bar. Oh, then. my God. Go so, and somewhere then, else. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, where? This is okay. Because I'd never been to Blake's before. And then she was like, here, let's get her some food, you mm-hmm. know, because and then she's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom with him. And I'm like. There was something I was supposed to do today. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to go with you. Right. She's like, no, don't come with me. I should find this woman because this is this this just got real. She was like, if you start doing stand-up comedy, I will not go to the bathroom and do coke right now. And I was like, okay, I'll start doing it. And she's like, all right, but I'm going to go do coke this time. Because you, you didn't start yet. <laughs> but she still was like, you have to promise you're going to do that and I won't do coke. And I was like, okay. They got me a quesadilla. They went to the bathroom. I was like, I, huh, I failed. And I needed the, the sustenance yeah. in order to get the power to go to the bathroom and stop what was yeah. happening. They didn't cut it all the way. I didn't want to rip it like a monster because everybody there was really glamorous this night. Like, And I was just a, a freaking mess. So uh-huh. I tried to cut it. Yeah. And you know how I cut food yeah. down violently sometimes. <laughs> and I fucking slung half of that quesadilla. Like <laughs> it skipped down the bar and onto the dance floor. Oh my God. And people were dancing on it. <laughs> and I was, I, I was, I just sat there. Like I think nobody saw it. Probably nobody saw it. And then this drag queen with like this feather mohawk was like, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, you can't tell anybody. Also, you're the most beautiful person I've ever that seen was in it. my life. She, they, they just said, I saw that and then she walked said, away. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that bitch, like something like that. And I was like, <laughs> just froze. And then they laughed and like walked off after I said, I was like froze for a second, but complimented them. Oh, man. And then they left. And um, oh, everybody's... so then for a while, I was like, quesadillas can't be trusted. Like, okay. You know, yeah. same with ribs. Also, I'd never really had a good rib, if I'm being honest. Hmm. I had always grown up, and I was like, it is a slippery food that can and, sli- and go out of my hand. chewy. There's, I'm ripping at it with yeah. my face. Yeah. Whole, that just seems weird. You got to get know, and, them slow-smoked ribs. And it was mostly bone. 
Like mm. most of the time, I wasn't getting a lot of meat on these things. It was just bone somebody, that I was chewing at, and I was somebody like, "Somebody did feel, you wrong." I feel like an animal. So yeah. you know that plus a McDonald's McRib again. Uh. I'm from West Virginia. I don't have good ribs. And then, like you offered ribs, all I know is that is just slippery bones with sauce, and it's going to be all over my face, and it's going to slip out of my hands. And it's going to mm. get on my shirt. Yep. It's going to skip across mm. the table onto the dance floor, and this guy's never going to talk to me again. And that's what I wanted. That's what I, I didn't want it to go. There was no dance floor involved, but I was like, she's going to get some barbecue sauce on her face. <laughs> it's going to be cute, and it's going to break down all the boundaries, you know, all the barriers. Like all those rom-coms. Yeah, not the boundaries, but the barriers. You know, like The quirky girl with the barbecue yeah. sauce on her face. The facade I, will be lifted because we just ate ribs and drank beer together. But you know how later on when that girl cries and she looks pretty... <laughs> Later on in the rom-com, uh-huh, like okay. she got the stuff on her face. She's so quirky. They're falling yeah. in love. Later on when he makes her cry, uh-huh. she still looks pretty. I don't look pretty when I cry. I don't look cute when I'm eating ribs. <laughs> like, well, and not a lot of people do. Not a lot of people can pull it off. That's where you're wrong, Dobby. It, you it's look the, plenty cute when you're eating ribs. the Julia Roberts jawline. I don't know. I didn't have the confidence to eat ribs in public. So or with you, so I I shut it down, and I didn't know that that made me look like a fancy pants. I didn't think this chick's hoity-toity, so like to hell with her. It was just okay. New plan. <laughs> Let's go get tapas. <laughs> so I took you to that tapas restaurant. Okay. Yes. And um, we were sitting there, and a friend of mine worked there. At, at, so you know, of course, we got some free stuff, just like you said. Yeah. You always go to places where your friends work. He was <laughs> a, actually uh, a chef there. And he came up and suggested some stuff, and one of it was a, a seafood option, and I and I that was when I had to let you know, um, I'm allergic to seafood. I was like, oh, and, that sounds lovely, and then and Blair's like, like oh, I'm, I'm allergic, allergic to, to fish. fish. But you could try, you could get it, you know, we could get it, and you could have it, and and you're like, so you so you can't eat sushi, you can't eat sushi, and I said, no, I'm allergic to all the fish, and you go, damn, damn. And I said, is that, is that a deal breaker? Is that a deal breaker? And you're like, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was the worst. I'm like, well, I, I am striking out with the food stuff here. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. But, you know, I got it together at some point. And we've got. We've gotten this far. Yeah. I mean, fast forward to uh, how many <laughs> weeks later, I made chicken wings at home on the green egg, made them smoked but still super crispy, mm-hmm. and I brought them out to you, and I remember looking over at you and saying, this is the first time I've ever seen this girl eat meat off a bone. She's gonna, she's got it in her fingers. She's putting it up to her mouth. She's opening her mouth, and then I saw <laughs> drool. I saw a, a long... A long thread don't of saliva drool come right out of it's her not mouth, long. and I and I and I couldn't even stop myself. I said, "Did you just drool?" And you're like, "Stop! Shut up!" <laughs> and I'm like, I did not. It's think, okay. I know my chicken wings are good. I feel like you know I had a busy shirt, and if you were at a different place in the room, like you got side profile, so you saw it drip. Mm-hmm. Damn it! Then there's mouth watering. <laughs> if wings. it was from the front, I would have been fine. <laughs> like I felt it happen. Was like, is I know exactly I'm sure what he that. Didn't see that I he's looking that. at the TV, but by the light of the TV, <laughs> like, it, <laughs> it was glistening. It like cast a yeah. shadow on the wall as the drip happened. So it yeah. was like, and it was that larger. very particular kind of drool, which is like you've been hungry for a while, <laughs> and as soon as you saw that chicken. 
it just started bubbling up in your mouth, you know. Stop I know, I've been there. And I was like, damn, I guess I took too long this, to serve her food. Uh, I thought we were going to This girl's just... been starving in my house for the last okay, two hours. The, we were talking about first impressions. You've moved on to Sorry. like eighth, and that's not fair. Okay? <laughs> like, it's the, just the conclusion. I was comfortable around you yes. to drool, okay? Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, people say that first impressions are important, and I'm just glad in that case. It wasn't <laughs> because I, I'm like, maybe you, I, I think about first impressions that people have had um, in the past, maybe about me or you or like uh, my sister, you know, has met people and been like, hate them, you know, like immediately. And I'm just like, be nice. And then uh -huh. like months later, something insane happens where I'm like, so you were right. They were, yeah, she saw it. And she, she saw it before that person you. sucked ass. And she'll be uh -huh. like, I tried to fucking tell you. But she's she is intuitive as fuck. And sometimes I try to be like, hey, calm down. Mm -hmm. uh, I, maybe. Maybe she's that person's reminding you of somebody that sucks. Yeah. So you're being paranoid and you're putting, you're putting, trying to see the best in people. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Like, so, it, and, you know, sometimes you're just in a place where you're like, I'm not going to make I'm waves. I'm not in the mood I'm to be mood. hating on somebody that yeah. hasn't done me anything wrong. Yeah. And like, in one of these cases, it was like this friend that I had just made in high school. And, mm. um, you know, f full disclosure, like this we were always auditioning for the same parts and she'd get them and it would it would really be like you're a shoe in for this like you're totally gonna get this and then she would get it and mm -hmm. I was just like what in the fuck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she can't have all of them and it was like frustrating and then somehow we became friends mm -hmm. and I just remember my eldest sister being like you see how you see how you can think something about somebody and then they end up being one of your closest friends. And I'm like, yeah. And then my other sister is over there with like, her arms crossed. Forget, like, don't forget, she's skanking your roles. She sucks. <laughs> like, I met her, she sucked. I don't like, I, uh -huh. she sucked. You know, and I'm like, you need to calm down. And then that person, you know, does something, uh, whatever, and you have a falling out, young friendships. Mm -hmm. And other other people, other people she's, she's clocked that I was like, can't make waves with that right now because have to work on this project with this person uh -huh. together. But she was freaking right. right. So I'm like, oftentimes I think I have a first impression of somebody and I, I'm like, I'm gonna stay open. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be, be fine. Mm -hmm. It's when it's like all your impressions below. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you're like, okay, closed case. I can say this person's this person's an asshole. Like their file can log in my mind right. as that and I'll avoid that. I go by receiving information like directly from that person. So like they've done this to me. I let it go. They've done this to me. Now now I put up some defenses. With your sister, have you seen the movie Terminator? How like when it goes into like the Terminator's mind and you see what he sees and he like scans this person down. Yeah. You know, she yeah, she, she reads motherfuckers. <laughs> she does. She gets all that information before it's given to her. Just yeah. Through, yeah. It's really like there's a there's a combination of words mm -hmm. and and just vibes and everything that's happening. And then 
you know, sometimes it's just uh, she's standing in the Uber line behind somebody I work and, with, and, and they start talking they start shit talking about me, shit. Mm-hmm. and she's like, "Okay, so I'm gonna fight her." Yeah. You know, like, so, <laughs> and then, so now I have to fight her. The Terminator. And, and the Terminator. <laughs> Terminate. <laughs> like, and usually, you know, like that if that can that's her first impression, whatever, and you're like, "Oh, it's fine," but I'm starting to think maybe I should. Maybe those should matter more or should mm. they matter less? Because I appreciate your story <laughs> about us like meeting. And although I had, you know, friends that are like, you don't want to date this musician. Uh, yeah, that... He's going to break your heart. And I was like, that's fine. I just want to feel something. I just <laughs> like, go ahead, break my heart. Do it. <laughs> so I, you know, went out and I just was very comfortable with you from the get. Mm-hmm. So it didn't, I don't know. I I mean I always I always told you like it didn't even first impression didn't feel like the first one like first time I saw you I felt like I'd like, seen you before like we knew each other or already. knew each other already yeah. and so it never like dawned on me on what exactly the first impression was I actually think it was at that show like you came to my Elvis show at the Highland Ballroom mm-hmm. and I was going to the bar to get something that was very crowded and you were there too. And I just remember like looking up and I was like, damn, that guy's tall. And he's got Jerry Lee Lewis hair. <laughs> <laughs> and then you like looked at me and you did like a. Like, she's tiny. Yeah. She's got giant eyes. <laughs> you, I like you it. You gave me like a little, <laughs> you look like the emoji that's like, <laughs> like, a, like a side smile that's up to something. Um, but like. So proud of myself. Yeah, I, you look so cool. <laughs> um, you're like that. that that guy that was like, you look like you're in movies, yeah. <laughs> man. Uh, so that's what I felt oh, like. Yeah. Uh, so I was like, oh, who who is this? But And also, you know, you just looked cool. You had a cool look. You had a look of people that I really like. When, you know? when so, we first got together and we were, you're, we were with a bunch of people for a, a meeting about a show, that was really my first impression of you. But I got that feeling from you too where I was like, I feel like I already know this girl because I was picking up on jokes that nobody else was getting at the table. Yeah, and you, you were, were like so, finishing and- my sentences on <laughs> stuff where I was like explaining something and the other girl, which you and I talked about like meeting for lunch for this show and I brought friends mm-hmm. and you were like, okay, Great. that's fine. And then the, you know, while the other, the harlots are like, okay, I don't get it. You know, you're like, no, it's like blah, 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 blah. And you start explaining it and adding jokes to yeah. it and reference. And so like you, you were like finishing my sentences and we were just vibing really mm-hmm. quickly. Um, and it was, I don't know. That was fun. And you would say these things like and that, then that I nobody el- nobody it. else heard. And I was like, nobody heard that. Oh, that was adorable. <laughs> you're like, like, you're talking about not, yeah. I was not picking up that uh, that you were down to clown. No, you were so pretty. <laughs> yeah, you were totally unaware. It seems uh, of that. Yeah, I've you never didn't... been. Uh, I've never been able to clock people flirting with me. Like, okay. Like, all right. So let's tie this back into the first impression thing. You weren't. Everybody at this table could tell that I was into you. And then every time we got together with you and your friends, they they were like, "Okay, Davi, we're leaving you with this guy because it's obvious mm-hmm. that there's something there." It wasn't until you, like the third or fourth time we were hanging out that my friend, I was like, "I gotta take this girl home. She's getting stumbly." And my other friend Emily, what's up? Mm-hmm. Would she was like. 
I'll take her home. You stay mm-hmm. and have another drink. And I was like, no, ma'am, I need to, I promised a ride home. She's like, I got hurt. Yeah. We're fine. Your it's mind on the way. Was, your mind was focused like, on other things. you with this guy because something is happening here. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're not, you're focused on, your mind's focused on other things and you're not picking up what people are putting down. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe you need to work on, you know, um, observing those first impressions, taking note of the first impressions. I mean, for sure. I mean, not with, like, people you like. Well, I... I, I <laughs> you I, don't need it anymore. I guess the reason I try not to do it is because it has been done to me in, like, ways that I don't think are fair. Yeah, and people definitely make Where, a per- they. They can let a preconceived notion quick. about how, and it's and it's entirely based off how they feel about themselves. I am just learning this. This is a fucking therapy breakthrough. So, let's say hypothetically, like now, like this second. It, no, like okay. in recent weeks. Yeah. Like I had this epiphany, I, I guess, because let's say hype. Let's say hypothetically. <laughs> I'd lo- hypothetically. I like happened. saying it. <laughs> but hypothetically, I am going to a lunch to meet a new employee for the first time. I'm super excited. We're having a lunch to meet this new person. Mm-hmm. And I am the only one that lives on like this side of Atlanta. Everybody else is kind of around. Where they're meeting. Yeah. yeah. And so they're obviously, it's more convenient to everyone, going to mm-hmm. have the lunch there. I get there. And, of course, there's two patios. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And what's even funnier is there's other employees of this building on one of the patios. So when I get there. Other employees of where you work. Of where I worked at that time. And and, and you were told to meet them on the patio. Yeah, like I'm I'm with this company. We're all on the same floor. And when I get to that place that I've never been before and I park my car, I'm supposed to be there at 5. It Mm -hmm. is like 4.58. And I'm like, nice. I walk in and to a patio yeah. before I get into the establishment. And on this front patio here next to the parking yeah. lot, there's people that work down the hall from me yeah. at a table already. Right. So I'm just like, hey, fellers. And mm-hmm. I say, hey. I do a little pop by. Yeah. And then I start talking to them for a minute, maybe. And then I'm like, so are you guys here for the thing thing? For the meet meetup. the yeah. duty dude? And they're like, no, we're just having lunch. Yeah. Are you guys here? And I'm like, yeah, I got to find us. So I thought you guys were them, but you're obviously not. I thought this was and the party, yes. but the party's so on the other So I have patio. 60 seconds yeah. to find this other patio, or and I start sweating because I think there was another location. Like, yeah. And I went to the wrong fucking oh, one. Another. Fuck, 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 fuck. So he says, <laughs> like, no, we're, we're the only ones here, and I'm looking around the patio, and I'm like, okay, maybe there's another patio but I didn't know. I'd never been there before. And I see these this big stairwell. I could go into the restaurant or I could go up this big stairwell mm-hmm. to the right. And I go up the big stairwell to the right because I'm like, upstairs patio? Yep. So I go all the way up there. It's locked. I'm trying to get in. And then I look, I'm like, fuck. So at this point, it's five. So I look down the stairwell. There's a server running up and they're like, who are you? What are you doing? And I'm like, I'm looking, for, is there a second patio at this place or do I need to go on meeting some people? And they're like, oh, it's, you got to go through the restaurant. And it's on the other side upstairs. I'm like, okay, fuck. So I was just trying to break into some storage that was like in the <laughs> attic or something by accident. Yeah. So they take me down all these stairs. I walk through the restaurant. They take me up some more stairs. I'm finally on the patio where I'm supposed to meet everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody's hugging and ha- shaking hands and meeting. Mm-hmm. I come running in. 
I shake hands and meet and say, hey, everything I think is going swimmingly. And I even say, sorry, I'm late. Did you know there's another patio in the Mm -hmm. back by like the parking? And they're like, of course you would be the one that would find the other people that work here and get distracted. Of course, it's not a big deal. Um, Like a week later, we're all working together. Mm -hmm. A management type is in the room and is like, oh, I heard you guys went to blank restaurant. I don't remember what it is. Mm -hmm. It's some kind of fish place. And he's like, I heard you went here to the new hire. How was it? And the new hire said, it was good. Davi was the only one that was late. I was just like, um. And this isn't your boss. This is a, this is a, a new coworker that is some, for some reason, thinks he can clock you on when you arrived to, 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 for his little meet and greet. <laughs> it took me probably three to four minutes to get from seeing the that other management from down the hall sure, well, that's not to enough. getting it all figured out. Probably four minutes. So I'm like, I was two minutes late. And uh, this guy uh-huh. is acting like it was a shift to meet him. Yeah. And it disrespected him in such a manner. But everybody I didn't mean for already, it Everybody to, was supposed to already obviously. be there when he showed up. And think, oh, here he is. I, uh, yeah, I welcome. guess. Welcome. Yeah. And honestly, this is... We're in Atlanta. If you, if your GPS says something's going to take 35 minutes, you need to add, okay. give yourself a full stop, hour. Though, stop. Whatever. Listen, you're still making. Listen, you're still making excuses for yourself. I know, it doesn't but fucking I'm just matter. The guy's an I, asshole. Like, so I'm sitting there going, okay, he just moved here. He doesn't know. Like traffic, I fucked up. So that I immediately you and take like I fucked up. The blame on I, all the stuff in I your did, own mind. I didn't know that he like. Shit, I should have apologized more. Like I did apologize. I did get I did get that out, but I didn't know it was gonna be such a huge sign of disrespect right from the get-go. And also, I'm just one of those fucking people, or I used to be, and this is the therapy breakthrough, where I was like, he matters a lot to himself. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. For sure. So that first impression mattered a lot because he matters so much to himself. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm like, and I guess, yeah, first impressions matter too much if you think you matter too much. <laughs> hmm. Because I've never, I'm, I'm just like, I'm gonna give people, people have bad days. Yeah. And then some people have a bad day that goes on for months and months <laughs> and months, and. I tend to give people grace and the benefit of the doubt because everybody makes mistakes, including me, and because I don't have an ego that has been fashioned to take everything as a personal attack. Yeah. And I give people a lot of fucking leeway, especially in a city like this with traffic like this. Uh, especially you give people leeway when they're not your employee. The guy's yeah, a, co- a, si- a co-worker. Similarly situated. And we're not clocking into work, you know? It's a meetup. Um, yeah, no, I... I, I I would have taken that as a red flag from the, from the beginning wise, a, a like, little bit, but I also everybody was having but a good I also time. would have been like, whatever, to hell with this guy, you know, like then he could give me shit for being late. It doesn't matter who, who is he to me. Yeah, you know, you know, and I have always not on purpose, but like 
but then I, I realize, you know, if I'm going to the dentist, they're like, you should not eat before you go to the dentist. That's rude. And I'm like, I'm literally there to get my teeth cleaned. Mm-hmm. Am I going to wash my car before I go to the car wash? No, I'm going to eat ribs and get all messy before I go to the dentist. So they can get in there and do some work, <laughs> you know, like really get in there. And so I'm like, maybe I'm an ass. Maybe I am an asshole. Maybe I'm an asshole. I want to get my money's worth when it comes to things like that. But I don't do that with people. And I feel like in cases of I, my dumbass other patio, did you guys know? I found it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because that shit happens to me. Would you agree? I just get into some pickles. And yeah. why can't people just go, you silly bitch? You know, and the end, two that's weeks I, later, someone says, did you have good good time at that restaurant? You say the fish was great. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah, it was like, fun meeting everybody. Because yeah. it, it, it was so fucking quick and weird. All right. Mm. So I was like, man, I made a really bad first impression and I did not know it was going to last forever. <laughs> I guess. Like I, there was I guess there was some good times, but it was just like from the get go that was going to be. And I'm like, I just don't I feel like I don't do that to people because I'm like, so it's like, do I owe you a good first impression? I like, was, yeah, <laughs> like which we're gonna work together. Dickish now, but that's in hindsight. At the time, I was like, I gotta make it up to this I'm person. Gonna show you. I'm gonna I show have to you. Bend over backwards and torture myself. Right. You gotta show you show your worth in your work and 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 what you what you do and your output and how you. Initially, that's yeah, yeah, what happened. And with some, with I think with some people, you can break it down and and get back to mm-hmm. well but yeah. not after i mean yeah. not after being two minutes not late to a late. lunch how dare you no. so, you'll never you'll never recover from that i think even though you know you are a professional musician and i was a professional and a professional goofball we both um we don't take ourselves too seriously so we don't get really bent about like, no. we're able to joke around about ourselves and each other. Like, the oh, first time I I'm, met, and I was like, your allergy is a deal breaker. <laughs> somebody gave me a terrible first impression on New Year's Eve. It was a acquaintance of one of my band members that they invited out, put on the guest list um, to get in for free. And it was about $150 or $200 ticket for all-inclusive food and beverage. And this person sat at the bar and got intoxicated and then when i came up and introduced myself they initiated the conversation by saying why don't you play new orleans more why don't you let new orleans into your heart and i said <laughs> i i will go to play new orleans if i get the gig that pays me to play new orleans why and does, she, and why does the, she think she just met you why I does she think new orleans not in your heart i new orleans is definitely in my heart i love the city <laughs> yeah, I, exactly. I don't know what that i, I i'm trying to i'm I don't know why I have to prove this to you. I don't know who the hell you are, but they were like, she basically started saying that she wanted since I don't, since I don't want to go there unless I get paid, that I'm a sellout. And she said, "How does it feel to like sell your soul for for your art?" And, no, or, well, you said it's hard to find somewhere that can that all these guys can come all, all well, the way there. Hey, I'm just a bus- I'm a business person. I'm, I'm not t- taking six guys out with me to New Orleans to 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 go broke, you know? Like we're going to play a gig and we played there many times, but it just when it happens it happens. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going out there to to busk and sleep on the sidewalk. We're going to have a decent gig and make some money and come home, but she she totally was like implying that I was a sellout and then I sold my soul <laughs> and all this shit. Meanwhile, Bitches drinking for free, yeah, and got in a hundred fifty dollar cover, skipped the cover because of me, you know. 
I didn't go off on her. I didn't say anything like that. I just uh, I just kind of I waited on. To, you seem I, unhappy. <laughs> I waited to get my drink. I don't think it has to do with me. Yeah, yeah. I waited to get my drink, and my my band member apologized. Like I said, I can't believe she's out of line. Whatever, and I was like, you know what? It's fine. I deal with these kind of people all the time, you know. And it's like you said, it it's not worth taking that first impression you know like yeah. at that point like maybe i'll meet this person again they'll apologize or whatever but i'm i'm immediately like i'm i'm writing you off as just like a, a turd that you don't is, seem doesn't... like a credible source <laughs> yeah. like i don't really respect you as a person so why am i going to respect yeah. your opinion I'm of not, me yeah exactly as a person mm-hmm. we literally I mean, I just guess... met but you have all these assumptions about me or or you're taking it so fucking as a personal yeah. attack that I'm uh, two minutes late. Like these, we, they're holding themselves mm-hmm. to a high regard and trying to make you um, try harder. Yeah, for their affection. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, maybe she thought like, that was going to be a good first impression to, let to New be Orleans com- into her heart. to be she's combative and bossy to she's, me. She's New Orleans, baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. You're supposed to let her. And I said, she what, wants in your heart. And I said, well, what's your passion? And she was like writing. And I was like, well, do you do it for a living? She said, no. And I'm like. Okay, I mean, without saying it, it's like, okay, well, that's the difference between you and me is that I took my passion and, and made it into something where people compensate me for it, and you have a hobby, and that's great. Have your fucking hobby, but don't look at me and say, why don't you treat your job like a hobby and do it for fucking free? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you don't want to you say all that. I didn't say all you that. Say all I don't, that, and I don't, then you risk because this defensive. person because I don't work with this person. I'll probably never yeah, see them again. And so not. it's it's fine. Just let it let it go. And uh, you know, depending on the 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 age range of of this wily broad, wily was my word of the day in my email today, and it's like one of my favorite words of all time. So I just was like, it's gonna be a good day. She probably depending on her age range woke up the next day and was like, oh, I feel like a douchebag. And I've been that person. We've all, they probably we've don't, all done They it. probably don't remember if they just had a headache. But you weren't there. That was New Year's Eve. I know. It was a, it was a good time overall anyways. But, you know, like I don't I don't t- keep track of, I mean, I guess I, I am here talking about it. Well, <laughs> we, it's nice that you gave an example. It was a bad first impression, but we don't take ourselves too seriously, so we're not going to take that as a personal attack. Yeah. Like, you can... You can ass- you can assess people get drunk, people make mistakes, people hit traffic and anyway. show up late. Things There's my point. Shit happens. Thank you, Dobby. You know, like we're not gonna take it as a personal attack mm-hmm. or in New Orleans is in your heart. You are confident that New Orleans is in your heart. So you know that bitch. I You're mean, like, what Wikipedia page as, are you reading? As much as any <laughs> guy born and raised in Atlanta, you know, can have New Orleans in their heart, you know? Yeah. I mean, I like I like Louisiana. I like the culture and, and the music and the and food. You've and you played everything. there before. We filmed the whole music Many video. Many times. I'll tell you one thing. The, State well, you would go and play, yeah, we filmed video there. I'll tell you one thing about the romanticized thing about playing new orleans is it, it can be really really awesome um but at the same time you're going and you're playing in a bar and almost the majority of the time that i play i'm playing for people that are not from new orleans either <laughs> you know yeah. it's like people come there it's a it's music is a, is a, is their tourism you know so you're gonna get you're gonna get that get in there and and play in front of people from all over the country and they might think that we're 
a New Orleans band because of the way we sound and everything. And then we talk to them afterwards and explain. But most of the time, when I play New Orleans, I talk to people from freaking Florida, talk to people from from Georgia, from up north. Who they are, traveled yeah, from all over. Yeah, to come to hear New Orleans jazz. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's like not... Not playing for a bunch of of, of locals, that... but there probably are some bar now. Oh yeah, I mean there probably are some bars where you could have that Northside Tavern effect, where it's like a lot a consistent. Sure. I've heard, I'm sure the Maple Leaf new... is like that, and there's awesome yeah. awesome venues, and tons of awesome venues. But again, we've been there several times. Yeah. Some just to vacation more, more and than not several. work. I've been going there since I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Just have fun and not always work, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that it's not in your heart or that yeah. you go to many other cities. You can't just get mad about the one. Like right. you're not you're not showing enough love to this one. I know. Like, you know you what? Go to a, a lot. Of fucking places. New York is in my heart. Cleveland is in my heart. Cincinnati, mm-hmm. you know, like these are all all places that we've played where we have fans that want us to come back, and they write me and they're like, "You you need to come back um, to uh, come back to uh, you know Bethlehem, Pennsylvania." And I'm like, "I, I know, I know, we're we're coming we're when good. I can. We're come coming. back to Charleston. Yeah, I want to. You know, Bethlehem when are you going to play heart. Miami again? You know, for uh, yeah." Can't wait, but you know, I just can't make the, the, do- the I can't make the dollars just appear for me. Yeah. You know, so you know, there's there is opportunity, and and, and then you chase the opportunity wherever you, it takes yeah, you. Sometimes it takes you to New Orleans, and when that happens, it works. Is when that happens, it's great. Sometimes a bunch of musicians are like, "Yes, can do that date," mm-hmm. and then as you get closer and closer to the date, yeah. they're like, "Shit, dude." Yeah. I messed up. Right. <laughs> and so I it's, book this show in New Orleans that pays nothing, and then when the rest of the band gets gigs in some dumpy ass town that actually gives them money, don't say dumpy. Well, I mean, some some place that's not as cool. They're gonna be like, you know what? I got five. Somebody paid me five hundred bucks to do a wedding, you know. So I gotta oh, do yeah. that instead. Yeah. And bumblefuck instead of New Orleans for free. I guarantee you, they'll take the 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 money. Yeah. <laughs> Back to thinking about Northside Tavern because I don't want to focus on some. Some chick that was like rude to you and had sure. a shitty first impression. I, mean, I, I, I meant for that to be a shorter story. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah. it's fine because we both we both gave one and it and they both are kind of similar. Where it's like that really had nothing to do with you. That was that person. Yeah, yeah. In this case, I think that first impression should matter though. Like she, <laughs> she's probably gonna give a shitty second and third one too. But I didn't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She you showed results after hundreds that. Yeah. And hundreds of good ones. And it didn't fucking matter. You're, there you go. <laughs> you definitely did not. Yeah. But um yeah, so I guess moral of the story, yeah, is first impressions only matter too much if you think you matter too yeah, much. Yeah, right. Yeah. You fucking fancy pants. Yeah, I didn't care and so much that you didn't want to eat ribs with me. I was like, you know what? We'll get to that. Do you remember? She wants to take it slow. <laughs> do you remember when uh, we went to that party for our friends moved into a house and we went to that party and they made ribs and I was like, I'm going to be polite and I'm going to fucking eat them. And we'd been uh, together for like six months at this point. So I was like, I'll eat the fucking ribs in front of you. Mm-hmm. And I'm gnawing on them at this party. I'm trying to be a good fucking sport. And do you remember that person? Uh-huh. I don't remember his name, but I, he had glasses. And he just like looked over his glasses at me. And he's like, you should stop eating that. Because it was just fucking undercooked. It was raw. Raw meat. Yeah. And, and I, I wanna... was not fucking paying attention. I was trying to be cool. It had <sighs> sauce on it. I'm going to go ahead and say, and let me interject before anybody jumps out of their chair listening to this. It was not... <laughs> 
um, the red pinkish color that you get from smoke, the smoke ring that people find desirable in barbecue Which that I that see. turns it that turns it pink. It was I trust see that me, in it ribs, was and I'm like, actually, am I okay? It was like that rubbery pinkish white color. It was it not, was not okay. It was to not eat. cooked. And <laughs> I no one so I don't know if I just got like an extra thick bit from the end or something, but it was just and I don't know and it looked like. When I got to the trash to throw it away on the sly, mm-hmm. there was other other ribs. ribs in it, yeah. So a lot of people Man, caught on before who I did. Undercooks and ribs. I wonder if anyone died that <laughs> night. <laughs> like I don't know those people. Those were our friends' friends. But that made me so mad because I was finally like, see, I was cool. I was mm-hmm. fucking cool. What happened? I let my guard down. I allowed the ribs, and look what <laughs> happened. And you were like, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's bullshit. That shouldn't have happened. Um, so yeah. Anyways, I'll. Don't, you know, let a food get turned off forever just because you fucked it up once. If you threw that quesadilla on the dance floor, <laughs> that's Try it. Try a quesadilla again. Let it have Yeah, no I will. Yeah. I've let those back into my life, but mm-hmm. that makes me think of that murder on the Do dance the floor song. Do the ribs again. We've been eating lots of good barbecue <laughs> quesadilla lately. Quesadilla on the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got a lot of fan club exclusive content coming out and cool. a lot of uh, plus content coming out. You want to explain Davi the Scapegoat Plus to everybody, Blair? Yeah, if you want to have all the bonus content directly on your phone via Spotify or Apple Podcasts, then just search for Dobby the Scapegoat Plus on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow. You'll pay a fee, a monthly fee, and all that content will go right to the app on your phone for you to listen to in your car, on your headphones, whatever you do. Yep, walking the dogs. There it is, Mm -hmm. right in the palm of your hand or in your little butt pocket, the one that... The little one back by your It might tickets. be the most convenient way to listen to all the extra bonus content that we offer. If you want to become a, a Glow FM fan club member, then you get put on an email list and we send you exclusive videos and information on shows, discounts on merchandise and other fun stuff all related to Miss Davi and Clemens here. And I just email here. you. I email and, you and sometimes we like schedule hangouts where mm-hmm. we like go to a park or we go to a show or yeah. go and eat a, some lunch or brunch or something and, and we it's, got really cool ideas about upcoming shows that you know feature Brian Moot and or other comfort humans you've heard in the past and uh, they get advance notice on shows and yeah, things like advanced, that. Advance notice to the fan club, Glow FM fan club, and access to the members only website, which has all the bonus content that you could also find on Davi the Scapegoat Plus, as well as the videos and merchandise discounts. Yeah, you can DM us if you have more questions, or you can just go to davicrimmins.com, Davi the Scapegoat.com redirects to that and Mm -hmm. it's got links to everything if you want to sign up and or just search davi the scapegoat plus on whatever app you're listening through and you can subscribe through there uh we had two bonus episodes go up last week so you got parts one and two of the long lost episode (laughs) featuring callie dollar uh looking for the upside with callie dollar and they're gonna get part three this week and it's the final fu she hits me with one of the top frequently asked questions uh since this whole podcast has started and this evolution of davi yeah began in 2022 uh she asks me a frequently asked question by comments discord fans everywhere okay that i have never publicly that you never answered, answered. oh uh, so she asked me that and i was like you know what it's about time we share this and oh, this man. was an episode that we recorded last like early last summer um and 
I lost it. <laughs> so the beginning of it. <laughs> and you didn't, and you never would, would yeah, remember the answer, so you can't find it. <laughs> there was a bit at the very beginning before, like the mics were on, but we were far away from them. And she's like, "You're very official. You clearly know what you're doing. Like you're doing so great." And I was like, "Please don't say that shit, because because no, just don't compliment me, don't encourage me, because I'm a fucking mess over here. Something will go Something's wrong. Something's gonna as soon go as wrong. I'm good." And then I lost that episode. <laughs> I lost our voice tracks for like Callie. Why'd you months. say that? And then I found them, and I had so much fun listening to this little time capsule of the upside and Dobby the Scapegoat collabo cast and Looking for the Upside with Callie Dollar. And they're getting part three this week, the final FU. And it answers that frequently asked question, did you ever get your stuff back? <laughs> and next month we have an episode that we recorded sometime last year. Yeah. Uh, the 10 things your boss shouldn't say to you. So that uh. one's going to be for next month. That's going to so, be exclusive content too. Exclusive content right. for Dobby the Scapegoat Plus and the Glow FM fan club. So if you want in on that, Join the free Find one club. of those. Find one, one of those. Yeah. Davi Scapegoat Plus on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or sign up for the Davi the Scapegoat fan club on Glow FM. Yeah. And if you started listening to this podcast and first impression, you were like, man, this kind of sucks. Didn't we get better? Look at I, how much better we got. We're figuring it out, y'all. Yeah. We're getting our shit together. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for hanging out. And not letting that first impression <laughs> mar this whole thing. We've had some fun. Also, again, shout out to Callie Dollar for recording all these parts one through four. All of our members are going to get parts one through four. And Callie's in all of them. You know, you know her from 1022 podcast and you know her from The Upside. And you should check out 1022. They have a lot of other podcasts on their label. You got The Upside. You got HR Besties. You got Cheaties. like that Cheaties well. show, yeah. Cheaties is great. Uh, and Cheaties has been on Davi the Scapegoat. Right. Done yeah, a collab cast in the past. They're mm-hmm. fantastic. So also Davi the Scapegoat. Really great on their label. So check out 1022 <laughs> if you need more entertainment in your life. And... I get comments still. It's been like a year and a half. I still get comments. I miss you. And I'm like, you don't have to. Yeah. Come and listen to us. Right. There's so much content available. Like, come on. So really good to hear that. Love hearing that. I miss you too. Come on. And check out all these other podcasts that are on the label. Check out. Fill out your week with it. It'll be great. And Blair, thanks for hanging out on Davi the Scapegoat. This was really fun. Hey, keep New Orleans in your heart. Keep New Orleans in your heart. And thanks for... Thanks for not letting the first impression with me. Let's eat some ribs. Is this a deal breaker? We should order some ribs now. I got I got chicken. It's on the bone, though. Okay, so let's do it. Don't drool. I promise I'll try not to. <laughs> Actually, no process. Remember you'll think twice before you try to